When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And what do you know? We got a couple of haters. Couple haters. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, a proud streaming partner of Player Profiler. Tonight's show, we're going to be breaking them down. Yep, we've all got them red flags, but I'll tell you who's been a walking red flag since the day I've met him, and I love him no matter what. He is my co-host. He is, in fact, the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair, what's up, buddy? Uh, I definitely am a walking red flag right now, if you are watching on YouTube. Got the chain out, the backwards hat. I look like I deal cigarettes to middle school kids. Uh, I'm good, man. How the hell are you doing? Dude, I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, you look like you're dealing Lucy's, you know, single cigarettes <laughs> on the on the street corner, it's one of the red flags that that we've already talked about that that you truly represent. But I think I, I like that term. It's a it's a newer generation. It's like really your generation's term, like red flag. But but it's very apropos. You know, I, I didn't realize this at the time, like in my younger days. But I have no idea how I even landed my wife. I mean, beautiful, talented, you know, great job. Just, I, I, I have no idea. I was a walking red flag. And sometimes you can have red flags and, and you can overcome them. I didn't intentionally dress to have red flags like you did though. You got the chain out, you know. Uh, because I, I wanted to fit the mold, man. I, I mean, if it was going to be the theme for the episode, it was going to be Jerry's theme too. We're going back to like circa 2005 Jerry with this look. Mm, mm, if only I, I had the fake diamond earring that I used to have. Oh did, God, did, I was the worst. Was it like the big ones? Did did it look oh, like way too big, way stupid looking too? It looked like those uh, doorknobs your grandma had as a kid, and someone put like a pierced <laughs> yes. back on there, yeah. and like you that had those it. on. You 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 jacked your grandma's doorknobs. Yep, horrible, uh, uh, deplorable actually, Jerry. I, I, I paired it with a G Unit shirt. Oh my God, I was the worst kind of the worst. You you probably played like a lot of NFL Street back in the day, like with Ricky yeah. Williams. Hell yeah, I did. You know, a lot of people in the chat right now, they're probably vibing with Jerry. They're like, oh yeah, that was me way back in the day. That was me with Jerry wearing, you know, fake diamond earrings, probably like the way the way too big oversized white t-shirt. Oh, 100%. The tall tees. Oh, yeah, oh, buddy. My, oh my God. I wish I'd have known. I wish I had known young Jerry. Back in those days, where well, listen, we're going to get to it. We've got an action-packed show tonight. We have a lot going on, so I want to blast through some promotion real quick. Now, this is the audio pod. If you're listening on the audio pod, that means it's probably Wednesday, and you you should have been listening on Sunday. You could have got early, all this early, and you could have had it on Monday morning. You could have just listened uh, on YouTube because you can make YouTube an audio podcast. But you can't make an audio podcast, a video show that that you can enjoy. So make sure you're subscribed, Player Profiler and Dynasty Warzone. Now, Jerry, do you know what I'm doing tomorrow night on Monday night? 
What are I'm, you doing? I'm not wearing a white tall tee. I'm not wearing fake diamond earrings. I'm going to be hosting my new show on Player Profiler's YouTube channel that will be in there, not on our Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel or our podcast feed, but a separate show on the Player Profiler feed, feed called Kiss the Ring. It's going to Let's be go. about it's going to be about commissioning fantasy football leagues. Uh, I've got a list of guests. I've got a bunch of stuff to help you with your leagues. Going to be an eight part series in season, and then we're going to go into like once a month. And I'll be taking your questions. So maybe you have a commissioning question you want to get. I'll have all of that tomorrow on uh, Monday, ten p.m. Jerry, uh, but make sure you subscribe everywhere. Dynasty Wars on YouTube player profiler YouTube, and then everywhere where you get podcasts. But Jerry, I want to get right into it. I want to get straight away. I want to get right into this thing. I want to go into good people, bad tweets. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, always ready. Now, this good people, bad tweets, it was brought to you by our good friends over at our patron, patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone. They're in it like we're in it at this point. Like, you know, this one came from Joe. And Joe saw this and instantly put it in the group chat, tagged me, tagged you, and like, Jerry, Memphis, I need you guys to address this one with good people, with bad tweets. So we're going to jump right into this. And this one is from Ryan O'Connor. Okay, Jerry, you familiar with with Ryan O'Connor? I probably am. At ROC Fantasy. Ryan O'Connor Fantasy. And he, he posted... His top 10 tight ends in fantasy football PPR slash dynasty. Are you ready? I don't know. Go ahead. Please, please hold your reaction until the end. Is Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. You do? Dalton Kincaid, number one. I'm not going backwards, by the way. This is not 10 to 1. This is 1 to 10. Dalton Kincaid, Kyle Pitts, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle, Pat Fryermuth, Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta. What do you think? Because I saw this, and, I, and like I said, Joe tagged us in the in the group chat the other day. I'm like, what the actual hell is going on out here? Like the uh, the classic Vince Lombardi line. What the hell is going on out here? Jerry, help me out. How in what world are we going to put Dalton Kincaid at one? I, I mean, I get it that he just came out and you want to be trendy because he's a rookie, right? New hotness, Buffalo Bills. Piss off. Like, Josh Allen is going to run in double-digit touchdowns. They're close to it. Stefan Diggs is still there. Like, Gabriel Davis is going to catch six touchdowns. Dalton Kincaid is just going to come in. He's going to be the tight end one. Like, like let's ignore... Travis Kelsey for a second, because he's old, but also the most dominant tight end maybe ever. If not, he's probably number two with Tony Gonzalez. Okay, Kyle Pitts came in as a rookie with a thousand yards. Do I think Dalton Kincaid is going to do that? Hell no. Right, that's just it, it, it seems like my man is just fishing for for people like us to just argue with him. And he just wants to, you know, piss into the wind. I just I, I can't. I, I can't believe that there's a human being out there this that is plays not a real this game. thing. It actually believes it. Yeah, it can't be real. This is not a. I mean, I had a hell of a, de- a debate over the weekend, and and I will get to that later in the show. But I also had one on Kyle Pitts. I saw, and, it. and, and I 
I will be the first to admit, like, I'm like, and, and I got to the point to where I just started asking questions. And I would do the same thing with Dalton Kincaid. Sell me on Dalton Kincaid over Mark Andrews. I'll, I'll wait. Sell me sell me on, on Kyle Pitts over Travis Kelsey. I'll wait. Now, to me, this is fishing for engagement. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see, I, I don't know Ryan, so I, I use the term good people loosely, but I use the term bad, bad tweets firmly. This is a bad tweet. This is 107% engagement farming. Do not fall for it. Do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe that is tweets like this. This is a waste of your time. What you're going to do is you're going to do about 74 back and forth. That's just going to continue to drive 100%, the... 100%. Just swatting dicks at each other. That That's right. You're throwing dildos at each other. And, and what ends up happening is, is you wind up driving his bullshit tweet up to get more clicks. Don't and, fall and, for that. I mean, we're doing Jared? the same thing. We're we're talking about it, but, but like, I'm, I'm giving him no engagement. No, 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 no. I'm giving him. Z- I'm giving him zero engagement. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just going to knock this tweet on on the podcast. I didn't because it was screenshotted to me. Thank you, Joe. And, and I put it out here. This is ridiculous. Don't fall for dicks. Don't give them clicks. This is ridiculous. Uh, I, I maybe maybe ten. Come on, Sam Laporta La- 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 line. Come on now, Stop. you know. I mean, I I, I like Sam Laporta, but at, yeah, at ten, yeah, at ten, of course. ten yeah, overall, ten. Get the hell out of here. So that that's good people. That's bad tweets. That is a ba- that's about as bad as I've seen in a hot minute. Uh, uh, yeah, that that's the that's the worst one in months. I'll give you uh, that. Man, you know we've seen some really bad ones, but that one's that one's pretty pretty bad. So Jerry, there there was no real news, you know. Normally, we're not the biggest news Good. podcast. You know, I, I do have some some bad news for you though. Okay. Oh, no Will Levis news this week. No Will Levis. Oh, highlight, was, no Will Levis highlight. About it. But locally here in Indianapolis, I did read that uh, Anthony Richardson was noted as being very good in the pocket. Good pocket awareness in Indy, Jerry. How about that for a story? Yeah. Uh, cool. I'll I'll see it in the games. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. I have to. I'm you talk, you talk about a guy who jumped up rookie draft as soon as he got drafted. That guy is is absolutely it. So a lot of the dynasty community is really hoping for Anthony Richardson to uh, have that story be true. A hundred percent. And we will have some voluntary OTA news over the next couple of weeks because there's not like a firm and hard date to where the teams have to like, you know, have them on like a certain weekend. But we do have that coming up. So we do have that the weekend after Memorial Day. The weekend of June 6th through the 8th, you have mandatory minicamp. So yeah, veterans will show up. You'll have guys stand there in shorts and t-shirts and not really participate. But that'll be our next big opportunity to really see what these what these rookies got. So Jerry, we're going to get into some red flags. People, rookies, we're going to get to red flags by situation. But before we do that, I'll tell you a guy who's not a red flag. He's actually got something else that that you know is pretty good for you. It's our man, the Podfather, talking about the Dynasty Dominator. Now I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's five dollars to download, and then every year it's five dollars to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible. Because it allows you to look up players, it allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then 
see the market sentiment on that player, and you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the Price Lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer, so you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win-now team, this is a rebuilding team, and then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side-by-side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the App Store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing, and it's going to be well worth it. Yeah, it is going to be well worth it. I, lo- I love the Dynasty Dominator. Uh, one of the perks of, of being a member of the team is I've seen the Dynasty Dominator, and it is totally, totally worth it, Jerry. But I don't know about you, but I'm ready to talk about red flags. Hell yeah, let's do it. I mean, Jerry, Jerry, what's a red flag? So, like, you, you've been out of the, the 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 looking for a significant other game for a while, but as a bachelor, what would have been a red flag for you? Uh, <laughs> uh, how somebody talks, their speech, and it's funny because I talk exactly like I look right now, look a little, little trashy, but it's a it's a turnoff for me. Luckily, I got the brains of the operation in the next room. Yeah, I, I would I would have to say like poor eating habits, you know, like like no table manners, you know, talking with food in your mouth. Uh, no, I'm not so deep as to say you're using the wrong fork with your salad. I'm not that guy, but just like a lack of social graces this in is, general. This is or, this or, is the or, same guy that used to drink his wine out of a Harley Davidson cup when we first started this podcast. So well, there, there there's sophistication and there's functionality. Now I was I wasn't at like the dinner table with a with a with a young lady at the time, Jerry. I was sitting out here talking to you, editing, editing podcasts while we were just talking about fantasy football behind the scenes. Luckily, now we record those conversations as I'm editing podcasts, and we we share those with our patrons over at Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. But let's get into a r- rookie with a red flag. Okay. So some of these rookies actually came into rookie draft season. Their ADP was already pretty much set. And for you, who who was the first rookie that you thought had some some red flags when it came to their ADP before we even got into draft season? Uh, mine was going to be Devin A. Chain, just because he's such a little guy. I mean, he's there was zero percent chance we were going to have a red flag show on rookies, and I wasn't going to bring him up at some point. I would have forced it into whatever question that you were going to ask me just because he's such a little dude. And then he gets drafted into Miami, which dynasty players have not shut the hell up about a running back going into Miami since, you know, we were hoping that DeAndre Swift or Jonathan Taylor or somebody was going to land there. And it's just continued into perpetuity. And now that he's there and they have, you know, crumb bums and shoe clerks as his competition, it's, it's only exploded from there. Yeah. I, not my absolute favorite either. Um, you know, for me, the the guy that I had the biggest red flag on for me was Quentin Johnston. Yeah. And, and it felt like it, it just feels like people are just falling for this trap. It's like, well, you, you want me to be honest? I sort of sure. am. And, I mean, we we've done this for the last, you know, couple of months talking rookies and I was right there with you, but I have, I have more Quentin Johnston than I, ever imagined well, well, i was going to well let me ask you a question what was your thought process when you pulled the pulled the draft now button when you said okay i'm taking qj what's your thought i could i see where people like him 
the things that held me back was I just I don't think he's polished enough to be going super high in rookie drafts, but he's going at like 108, you know, 109. And that's fine for me to risk it. And it's just a great situation, potentially. And he's got aging wide receivers, guys that are running out of their contracts, and he's going to be matched up with Justin Herbert, who's a guy that, I mean, you would build a statue of him outside of your Indianapolis home. I like him a lot. So I I, I just want to sort of be a part of that. And I think where he's going is sort of, it's good enough. Like it, it scares me a little bit because it could be a waste of a first if I end up being correct in my trepidations about him. But also it's not like, he's getting jumped into that 104 category, which is where some people were sort of hyping him up before the draft. So I, that's why I've just, I've gotten a lot more than I thought I was going to. I you fell know, for he, it. Ran in the tailpipe, man. I can't help it. It, it, it kind of, he started the season at the 105 and a one QB, you know, it went Bijan, it went Gibbs, it went JSN, it went Addison. And then it was just like, it's QJ. Now, I, I've kind of felt good about the the fact that I haven't had to draft him at all. And, and but I would say if I was at the one any zero. I mean so to wow. so a, a little 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 shameless side promotion, right as this show's over at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be jumping over with Tyler Gunthner and Doug Eddy from the Dynasty Happy Hour. And we're gonna Too be talking about I, I I love Doug and, and Tyler, and we're gonna talk about our most owned rookies to date. And I literally went through every one of my drafts. And I went through every player that I had anywhere from one to the most shares of. And I have zero Quentin Johnson. And I have zero regrets about having zero Quentin Johnson. I heard the I heard the podfather the other day call him slow Brashad Perriman. And I about pissed my pants. It, it was that funny. Slow Brashad Perriman. I, I don't see it. I, there, there's going to be a bust in, in the first round with all these wide receivers. And if I had to, to label someone a bust, I just want no part of it. I, there are there, all these rookies, by the way, carry some, even Bijan carries some. It may be like a fraction of like 1%, but it's some. Everybody carries some risk when you push the draft button. But I think the amount of risk you're, you're taking on a guy like Quentin Johnson, you know, I mentioned, I know you mentioned Devin A. Chain. I don't love him, but, but in, in a one QB league, I have no problem maybe considering Devon A-Chain right there where Quentin Johnson's going. I don't think I would pull flowers, but, but you know, I, I don't hate anyone who, who literally takes Dalton Kincaid there. Double that in tight end premium. I actually think Dalton Kincaid should, you know, really be the one, the one zero eight in tight end premium, not Quentin Johnson, where I've seen him go in just about all uh, of my leagues. But Jerry, let, let's pivot. Let's move on to another. ADP red flag. What rookie's ADP has become a red flag? So at coming to the season, you thought he was fairly priced. You thought you were getting a good deal on on this player, and then all of a sudden, it went bananas. Well, you are even better at this than you know you are because my guy's Dalton Kincaid, and you just sort of led up to him. I, I feel like Michael Meyer was the tight end one coming into the offseason, and he was getting taken 111-ish, 112-202, sort of in that end of the first, beginning of the second range. Dalton Kincaid goes in the first round to Buffalo, and everyone's shit just goes wild. I, I mean, I've seen him go as early as 106, I think. He's pretty standard in the 109-ish, 110 in Superflex, sort of at the back end of that. 
that's just it's too much for me and uh, according to uh, what was his name hold on ryan o'connor he's tight end one overall in dynasty so he should be a first round startup pick which is absolutely bananas um i i just can't rookie tight ends just don't return value even when they're good like like kyle pitts is great at least not right away a hundred percent and that means i have to hold on him and i i know i'm gonna say you know try and acquire him later when his production doesn't match it and you know he'll be cheaper and sometimes that is the case sometimes it's not the common argument is always that it retains value but that's just simply not true to anyone who's ever played this game. Kyle Pitts is much cheaper than he was 18 months ago, even though he's still very expensive. Don't get me wrong, but he was borderline untradeable then. I just, I, I can't take a tight end there. I, I, I have. In, in premium, I, in premium I, I, I certainly can. In anything else, I, I, I will just, give you. No, I'm good. I, definitely not in anything that's not tight end premium. But like we're, we're in our league where you have to start too. Hell, that's a different story. Because well, if you have a tight end problem in a two tight end league, you'll never want a tight end problem again because it's hard to overcome one. But well, I'm going to steer into that league for for conversation here in, in in just a moment. But I disagree. At a 1.75 premium in this draft class, maybe last year, maybe next year, maybe in 2021's draft, maybe I would hear you out. But I think this class is so wide open, literally in like a tight end premium super flex, which is what every one of our patron leagues are. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. I heard the podfather say all of his patron leagues are tight end premium super flex. So if that's the case, you should 100 and especially at a 1.75, which our premium is, it's 1.75 PPR for tight end. You're drunk and disorderly if you even sniff considering taking Quentin Johnston ahead of Dalton Kincaid. You're, you're crazy. And and you mentioned the league that you and I are in. Now, I will say the first pick, the first six picks have been pretty chalk. It's tight end premium, it's super flex, but you must start two tight ends in in the premium. And so far, the first six have been the three big quarterbacks Stroud, Young, and Richardson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Bijan Robinson, Jamar Gibbs. Those are the first six picks off the board. I am going to be very curious, very, very curious to see what the tight ends start doing. So I made a trade in this league today. I think it was one of the most savvy trades I've made in a while. And I want to share that because we're supposed to be talking about red flags, but that's okay. I'm the host and I'll deviate as I as I see fit. Um, I saw a guy in our league. Well, we'll not name names. I saw a guy in our league today and I said, man, this guy sucked the last two years. No offense. And he sucked bad. And all of a sudden, he's collecting these older guys. He's he's collecting he's collecting Anthony Gibson, Antonio Gibson, excuse me. He's collecting Joe Mixon. And I just sent him a DM. I was like, "Hey, are you are you contending?" Now, mind you, we have to start two tight ends and then twelve players total, offensive only league. And I got Cooper Cup, and I won this league the inaugural year because why wouldn't I? And and I, so I've got the money. I've got the money for you know enough league dues to pay this thing off and. For four or five years, let's just say that. And I was like, man, I got to get Cooper Cup off this roster. I got to get younger. And, and this guy had no tight ends, and I saw he was competing, and I offered him Zach Ertz and Cooper Cup. I got 111, 201, and a 24 first. I was like, man, that's, that's a great cash out for Cooper. And I love Cooper Cup. But he's thirty. I got to start twelve. I think. I think. At and I, I hate talking about this draft because the draft's ongoing. Any league mate of ours watching this program 
knows exactly what I, what I'm looking to do. But I've now got 111, 201, 204, and I'm going to be looking to get a couple of these tight ends. Because it, it is that important, unless you're going to trade up in front of me and I'm sitting here spilling my guts. I, I'm at 202, so that sort of pisses me off because I do need to Oh, I'm at 201. Oh, that's 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 too bad, Jerry. Maybe we can talk about a trade off air. But, yeah. but we, we, we've got to talk about more red flags. But, but for, let, me, let me just say, the, sure. the one argument that I will give for taking Dalton Kincaid in that spot is sort of what Brian Ford said in the chat. That next tier is super just... Bleh. Like, it, like it, you just don't feel good taking any of them. So that, yeah, but, I, I but think you said it very that, well. That's the best argument, but I you just, said it very uh, well, though. In, in this league, you think trying to find two quarterbacks and, and you have to start two tight ends. Yeah, it's not like, oh, hey, it's a bye week and I can flex out. A, yeah. No, 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 no. You 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 have to start two tight ends, period. So, so this is this is a crazy league, but I'll tell you whose ADP has gotten crazy. As a matter of fact, it's gotten batshit crazy, and that's Chase Brown. I don't, I, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, I like Chase Brown. I talked about him like three weeks ago with Adam Soslowski from the the Sonic Truth, and I was like, okay, I like him. You know, he's listed as the backup behind Joe Mixon, but you know, and but my very first rookie draft of the year. This is how crazy it's gotten, Jerry. Okay. Mm-hmm. My very first industry rookie draft of the year, he went at three ten. Okay, yep, cool. Tight end, tight end, premium, super flex, three ten. Chase Brown, totally cool. N- another industry league that finished drafting just like Friday, Friday the nineteenth or whatever it was. Chase Brown, where do you think he went? So in my first in- industry league, which started I the mean, Sunday you're... after the draft, he went three ten. Where did he go this past Friday as we were doing another industry draft? You are leading the witness currently, so I will go with 209. Uh, check out the big brain on Jerry. He went 210. I'm like, guys, what are we doing? I mean, I mean, I get that Joe Mixon's got that knucklehead factor. I get that, that Joe Mixon's probably spending his last. But A, the coaching staff's talking up Travion Williams. And the Bengals are a contender, a contender. They want to win a Super Bowl. They don't want to do well. They want to get back to the Super Bowl, and they want to win it. So they're not going to throw Chase Brown out there to get bulldozed in mediocre pass protection so you can get Joe Burrow smashed. You know, if that were to happen, maybe they sign a Kareem Hunt. Maybe they sign a Zeke. Maybe they sign a Lombardi Lenny. But do not fall for this crazy Rookie red flag that is Chase Brown's ADP. How how does a, a Chase? I mean, is it is it the narrative that strong? Uh, I mean, it, people just liked him, right? He was a sleeper, and people stick to their guns on sleepers, man. I, I can be honest; I don't have any Chase Brown, so I don't like to agree with you a lot. But I'm with you on that one. That one's it's too spicy for me. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm all for cheap Chase Brown, but Jesus H Christ on a popsicle stick. <laughs> two ten, two ten Chase Brown, get the hell out of here, man! All right, one more rookie. We have so we have plenty, but which rookie is giving you red flags based on the news or video coming out of camp? Maybe they've looked a little fluffy coming off the buffet circuit. Maybe you know there's got to be a news or a nugget that's maybe giving you a little pause. You're like, wait a minute, that's a red flag. 
I, I mean, mine was actually the one that you picked. So if you want to just roll through that one, because th that's exactly who my guy was going to be. And it's... I'll share him with you, but I have a second that, that I don't think you're prepared. Okay. Does Is it a red flag that Jameer Gibbs is already, you know, showing up with like a little little ankle injury? Yeah. It's not it's not a big deal in, in May, but it's like, God damn it. Can we not have anything? Can we the Lions have... can't ever have nice things. See, this can is the problem. You get, nice you get too much hype. You guys don't realize that they're going to punch you in the face. It wasn't enough of a red flag for me to put it on the show sheet, but I, I literally saw it that. And I saw, I saw, I saw Jameer Gibbs ankle, and I was like, "This is you stole the words." Can we not have nice things? I mean, we have not been, we have been like in this barren wasteland of stud running backs for like the last. It feels like a last half decade, to be honest. It feels like you get one, maybe two, a class, and it really felt like. It was going to be Bijan, and it was going to be Gibbs, and I just, I'm, I'm, Jesus Christ! But anyway, the yeah. guy that the guy that I really wanted to talk about was Zay Flowers, and and, and this is like you know I just searched uh, Zay Flowers, I just searched rookie red flags, and and, and Zay Flowers, and this, this was the little tweet that I found. It said Zay Flowers can be described as undersized, and NFL history tells us. That's bad news for his fantasy football potential. I, I didn't love it anyway, and, and I, I don't love the landing spot, but it's like, do we have to pile on Zay Flowers' fantasy? His fantasy value, Jerry? Yeah, I don't it, I mean, I was always going to sort of be down on him the moment he landed in Baltimore. You know, I did the same thing with Rashad Bateman, and that has worked out so far. And Zay Flowers wasn't my favorite going in either way, so. Now we we understand there is the AJ Brown corollary to uh, this. Oh, they can he, make you look uh, real stupid for sure. I, I, Zay Flowers high on Cody Carpentier's dog rating, so he one hundred percent can make us all look stupid. Mm -hmm. But I think if he does, it won't be in twenty twenty three. I think it'll be in twenty twenty four. I think there'll be enough Odell Beckham Jr. in the way. There'll be enough. There'll be enough Mark Rashad Andrews. Bateman in the way. Mark Andrews is a, is a complete stud. JK. So, not in the passing game, but this this will still be a, a heavily run focused game. But yeah, I, I love Zay Flowers. He was I actually had him ahead of Quentin Johnston, and I actually had him nipping at the heels of Jordan Addison. They were my big three. That was my personal big three before the actual NFL draft took place. It was it was always JSN, but although I had Jordan Addison and, and Zay Flowers in, in a very similar tier. And landing spot was always going to determine a lot for me with those three guys. And I got to say, if you wanted to take Zay Flowers over Quentin Johnson, I'm I, I will be the last person to browbeat you. I you will not you will not catch you know me giving you hell about taking Zay Flowers. I just I don't like it because to your point, at least I got Justin Herbert. I got I got Kellen Moore in a pass friendly offense. I've got two wide receivers in front of him that always gets. And, oh, wait a second. I'm also talking about Odell Beckham and, and Rashad Bateman. So maybe maybe there is a silver lining for, for Zay Flowers. But for me, Jerry, he just had a lot of red flags. Yeah, 100%. Well, Jerry, we're going to uh, we're gonna take a, a second break. It's, it's, it's going to be the second break, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, back into more. I did not get out of here. We're not leaving. We have like a half an hour-ish more show left. Um, we're going to go into the FFPC because if you're looking to do a startup and Jerry and I are going to do this in a couple of weeks, next, next Sunday 
is the Sunday before Memorial Day. So we'll be here. I don't want to give away the show title because I don't want it to get borrowed. Borrowed's a nice way for to say stolen. So I have a really cool show type topic for you guys next Sunday because when you're coming home from your weekend at the lake on Memorial Day, when you're coming back home and you need something to listen to, Jerry and I are going to be in your earphones next Sunday. But real quick, let's hear a quick one-minute word from our good friend, the Podfather. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the, the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a $6 million prize pool. And they've had their never-too-early best ball leagues cranking since February. And so the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a dynasty orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, Best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD gets you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do that ourselves. So a lot of you watching on YouTube or, or listening to this via podcast, you probably said to yourself, I don't know about this FFPC. Jerry and I are literally on a podcast, not this week, not next week, but in June, we're actually going to do that. We're going to share the screen. We're going to sign up. We're going to use the promo code underworld, and we're going to get into an FFPC dynasty league. Now that's good news for you because a lot of people like that. Jerry, have you ever went to, to YouTube to do a how-to? Yeah. I'm a millennial, bud. I don't know how to do a damn thing. YouTube yeah. is my friend. Yeah, absolutely. How to, you know, put up new garage lights was one. How to replace a toilet was one. So if you've never done an FFPC, you're like, you know, I just don't want to go through the hassle. Cool. Come back here in June. Just go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe everywhere. And you will come back in June because you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to come back in June and you're literally going to watch Jerry and I sign up. Now, that's good for you. What's bad for me is I got to co-own a team with Jerry. Jerry is Mr. Productive Struggle, and I'm Mr. No, we're going to win this goddamn thing right out the gate, Jerry. So we're going to have to figure out our strategy going in. Uh, Tank it. Tank it, baby. Blow it up. Blow it up. I, I am not started. spending. I am not. Even with a discount using promo code promo code Underworld, I'm not tanking shit. No, now, gonna, now, it does come down to where we draft, but we're going to take you through this. It'll probably be a two- or three-week series where we go through an FFPC draft so that you guys feel comfortable doing it with us. It's like, man, I, I sure wish one of these guys who always talk about this stuff would actually do it with me. Well, you know what? You're going to have Jerry and I, because I do have to team with Jerry. We're probably going to go like the $77 range. Cause again, I got to draft Jerry. <laughs> I mean, the peasant but, class down here. Uh, well, I mean, we got to keep, we're, we're, this is the working man's dynasty podcast, the working man and woman's dynasty podcast, the people's, podcast Jerry's heartbeat that's right baby we can we can keep this up for hours but these people want more red flags so so who's the biggest depth chart red flag that you've seen because I, I did this a couple of weeks ago you did it with me we talked about the we did this last week it was actually very well received the the diamond mining using depth chart data it's a lot of d's but <laughs> who, like who of d's. on the depth chart is giving you pause that that you're like 
I don't like this as much as maybe people think. Uh, so it's the person that I have taken over Quentin Johnston. We'll say 80, 80, 20, 85, 15% of the time. Jordan Addison. He's going to have to compete with Justin Jefferson every single time. Cause they're 100% going to sign George uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison is going to have to deal with him for the entire length of his rookie contract. And he is never, ever, ever going to surpass Justin Jefferson. So he's capped. And I don't mean it in the Gen Z type. I mean it in the ceiling type is capped. And while I loved him as a prospect, I have still taken a shitload of him. I will continue to promulgate for him because I like him. I also am very well aware that that situation was not entirely favorable for him. Fair? Too much hatred because of Jefferson? I love you. You know, this is our Jerry Springer moment. You know, I love you, right? But I heard you say, Jordan Addison, this is all I thought. Be a judgment. The fact that that offense is going to chuck it around between six and 700 times, there's going to be more than enough meat on that bone. So I, 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 get, listen, I get what I'm you're not saying. Gonna say he, I'm not going to say the man is chopped liver. But it, the, the hopes that he could have a 1,500-yard season, even like a 1,300-yard season, I just I don't think it's reality. I think we're looking at 1,106, you know, maybe – 1200 and seven or eight as a ceiling, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Well worth where you're taking him in a, in a draft. I just wanted alpha fucking win me the championship, put the team on his back though. And I'm just, I'm not going to get that. I understand, but man, I literally heard you saying the, the name, you know, Jordan Addison. This is what I was like. Are you disgusted? I am. As uh, so I kind of feel for the, for the listener, you discussed it. I am because I I love you. I love you like family, but I do not agree. But I think you're going to agree with mine. I think you're going to agree with mine. Are you ready? Yeah. For for me, it is it is your man Zach Charbonnet. Oh, now I I know that he's listed as the number two behind Kenny Skywalker. You know, it, it, I, I love Theo Griminger from you know Sonic. Everything everything player profiler. If you just find player profiler, you're going to find Theo. Love him. He put us That's on true. here. He's he's the reason why we're here. But he calls him Ken Walker. And I was like, you make him sound like a goddamn insurance salesman. It's Kenneth or Kenny Skywalker. I but call for him me, Kenny. For, 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 for me, it's it's Zach Charbonnet. You know, I don't think he's That's- he's he's caught passes. I think he's capable of catching passes. But you know, Kenny McIntosh is on this team. You know, getting speaking of guys who's not a red flag based on camp buzz, he's actually getting some positive camp buzz. I just think Zach Charbonnet is going to get lost in the sauce. I think at the end of the day, we're going to look at this this Seattle backfield, and we're going to say to ourselves, "Self, why didn't we see Kenny Walker getting sixty five percent of these of these touches?" You know, he he's the guy who profiles on player profiler to Ladanian Tomlinson. I mean, he he showed he can catch the ball. They're not going to take Kenny Walker off the field a bunch. I, I just really see Zach Charbonnet getting, like I said, lost in that that mix with a, a guy. Now he's a special teamer. I could see him getting like a series of game, like a DJ Dallas. You know, like the same way that you used to back in the days. You see, uh, was it Bolden, the the running back that like ninety nine percent of the time played played special teams. 
you'd see him on the field like every once in a while. Now, if something happens to Kenny Walker, cool. I, I could see where you would be like, okay, yeah. Zach Charbonnet. But what I see right now, I, th- I think this depth chart behind Kenneth Walker is the red flag. I think that's the red flag, Jerry. And, and that's all the more reason to go get cheap, discounted Kenny Walker and continue to fade. Because, by the way, I had zero Zach Charbonnet. It's a little preview. You should actually tune into the to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast in, in, a, in about 20 minutes. But you should also know that I have zero Zach Charbonnet, and it's for this reason. Zero, none, zip, nada, Jerry. How do you feel about that being the Michigan State alumni that you are? I have one, Zach Charbonnet, and it is a league that I have Kenneth Walker in. Uh, he fell probably like 111-ish or 112. I don't remember exactly where, and I... I took him there just because, like we mentioned earlier, and Brian said in the chat, that range just sort of sucks. And I figured I already had Kenny, so I would just I would take his backup. But I'm with you. There is nobody that got more screwed over by the NFL draft in dynasty terms than Zach Charbonnet. It just tears and tears difference between him and the next person who got crapped on. I'm going to send Zach Charbonnet a nice edible arrangement. He you know, needs so it, I, at, least, at least for his dynasty value. Dear Zach, thank you for making Kenneth Walker much more attainable in dynasty leagues. Sincerely, <laughs> Memphis. Maybe it I'll just, go regards. Regards, it's, Memphis. It sucks It sucks because he had a I, real I like chance him. to be the RB2 in this class. And I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, if, if, he got, if he had went to Miami, if he had went to like a Miami, you know, if Atlanta 100%. had decided to pass on Bijan in the first, maybe taking like an offensive tackle there and taking a running back in the second like Zach Charbonnet, absolutely. I just don't think he's overtaking Kenny Skywalker. Like, like he's good. Like Charbonnet's good. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he had the chance to be the RB2 in this class. I just think Kenneth Walker's better than him. Yeah. He, he's well, he's going to be a thorn in Kenny's side for sure. That's, I mean, no doubt about that, but. I, I don't every, think he's, he's never needs a breather be. back. Everybody yeah. needs a breather back. And I think that's what, you know, he may get like one, like one series out of three. That sounds about right. I was doing uh and, and we'll talk about this in a second. I was doing a little uh, conversating on Najee Harris and Travis Etienne over the weekend. If you didn't, yeah. didn't see yes, that tweet. Were. Yes. it. Oh yes, it did. But you know, Najee Harris had like 65% of the touches last year and, and and i would not be shocked if that's the the range that that kenny walker stays in but jerry i gotta ask you a quarterback related question by way of rookie wide receivers which of these rookie wide receivers quarterback situation not the receiver but their quarterback situation the more you look at it the more it's giving you a red flag because i have mine what's yours johnny mango you were you were just we're nervous relying- about bryce young I'm not it's you're relying a rookie wide receiver with a rookie quarterback on an offense it's just not going to be great. So I'm just that's a lot of just hope and gamble and you know you don't you don't want to shove all in with you know minimal odds is what I'll say and you're going to need a lot to go right. You're going to need some runner runner for that to play out. Now granted if it does you're going to get paid off and it's going to be great. It's just you need Bryce Love to be good. You need Johnny Mingo to be good. Bryce, Bryce Love, Young, sorry, yeah, Bryce Love, not the Stanford running back from like four years ago. I remember Bryce him. Young, you need him to be good. You need Johnny Mingo to be good. 
it's just listen i have i have a bunch of mingo just in the hopes that i'm swinging for the fence with somebody in sort of that early to mid second where you're taking johnny but it it definitely has me it, it's a red flag because it could be absolutely an atrocious pick terrace marshall looking at you bud oof man you said bryce love and i was like man you, you talk about a guy who's ADP jumped the shark a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. He was a Debbie Darling, baby. Oh, he had like a really catastrophic knee injury, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So uh, what's the best case scenario for Johnny Mingo? Is it is it Joe Burrow and T. Higgins? Is it T. Higgins' rookie year where he gets like 60, so. 67 it, it, catches, 1,000 yards? Six, that, that's like the, the apex. You would be thrilled if that was his rookie 100%. year. 100%. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I but it, but also, it could be you know. I don't. I don't even have a comparison. Like, well, I just said that because it was it was rookie QB with a rookie wide rookie, receiver because yeah. and it was pretty similar. You know, you had Bryce Young go like one overall. I don't remember where Mingo went in the draft. Was it early second? 30, 36, 38, I don't remember. Somewhere yeah, in the 30s. very similar. So like, because Burrow obviously went one overall. And yeah. then the Bengals, you know, because if you, you like draft one over, or something, yeah, if you draft one overall, you tend to draft one overall in the next round too. So I think that's the best case scenario. But I want to be wrong on this. But but the more I look over like all these rookies, because I wrote down all the wide receivers, and I started looking at who's their quarterback. And you know, a guy that that's I really like, his ADP is starting to correct because his was not a red flag. His was a green flag. It was Jade Reed. You know, he was going late second, early third in, and even in one QB leagues in some of my one QB leagues. Yeah. Now, thanks to people like the pod father who are really big on, you know, Jaden Reed, he, he thinks he's got tremendous upside. And I agree. I bet you do too, considering your ties to Michigan State. But I was like, well, Jesus Christ, his quarterback is, in, in fact, Jordan Love. And I like Jordan Love. Jordan Love for me is like a, like a bond, like a treasury bill. It's been sitting. You just know, I, I, patiently. It matured finally. It Thanks finally, for this it, gift, it, Grandma. It, it finally matured. I'm ready to cash in my fifty dollars savings bond, and I'm ready to get fifty one fifty. I'm ready. I'm ready to get my dollar fifty interest. But I was like, is, is he the guy? Is Jordan Love the guy who's going to make Jaden Reed a thing? Because you know they still have Romeo Dubes. I'm Dubes to me. They still have Romeo Dubes. They have Christian Watson. They drafted. um Musgrave, Musgrave, right? Because Laporta's mm -hmm. a, the lion. So so we really don't know who the guy is. Like, it was easy to know who Aaron Rodgers' guy was because it was Devontae Adams until they traded him. Then last year, Christian Watson won that battle. Could Jaden Reed win that battle? Sure it is. Could Jordan Love suck out loud like a Hoover vacuum cleaner? You bet your ass he could. So that's my red flag. Is, is, is that a fair red flag? Uh, It's fine. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. I mean, fun fact, I actually stood next to Jaden Reed when we graduated at Michigan State. Um, Reed so, and Sinclair? No, no, it wasn't. It was just based on, like, our college. And then it was random. It wasn't alphabetical order. Luckily, otherwise I would have been in that bitch for way longer than I was. Um, but, I, I mean, I like Jaden Reed, obviously, being a Michigan State guy, standing next to him at graduation. But I'm with you because th there's a chance that Jordan Love is good and he helps, you know, Yada yada yada. But I hope this he is. Another, this is this is another this is another one of those Bryce Young Johnny Mingo things. Like you're you're hoping essentially a rookie quarterback and a rookie wide receiver can can grow. Now 
I know Jordan Love isn't a rookie, but he sort of is. So, and I'm with you. I'm I'm not opposed to that. As far as, yeah, I just I want Jordan Love to be good. Because same, like <laughs> like you, I I have had Grandma's birthday bonds just waiting to mature because I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be done. And I was, you take a guy in the first round, you're going to give him a shot. So I figured ah, I'll just acquire some Jordan love and I'll sit on it. Unfortunately, all of those teams have been sitting on it for way fucking longer than I wanted them to. And it's just, you know, I'm rooting for the guy. I, I really am. And even though he's a Packer and the lions are actually a little bit good. And I have wanted the Packers to be terrible my entire life. And they just never have been. I am still rooting for that man. All right, well, we got one more red flag, one more red flag, and it's going to be a segue. This is a segue into a show Jerry and I are going to do Wednesday night on our YouTube channel, Dynasty Warzone. You're already on YouTube. I see how many of you watch. I saw how many of you watched last week. There's a disproportionate number of subscribers to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel and the the people who watch the video. You're already on YouTube. Go over because you won't because we're going to do the veteran version of this red flag thing for Dynasty on Wednesday. The problem is, is that it's a good problem to have because there's so much good content. There's going to be another show here. So head over to Dynasty Warzone. We're giving you, we're going to give you the, the veteran version. But Jerry, who is the veteran that's now a red flag because of one of these rookies? We talked about a couple, but I'm I'm just going to briefly, you know, Kenny. Kenny got a little bit of it. You know, Christian Watson potentially. If we're going to go, Jordan loves good and he ends up liking Jaden Reed better. That'll piss me off because I got a lot of Watson too because he fell a little bit last year. But I'm going to go with Jerry Judy because we are we are Marvin Mims people on this podcast. That's Jerry a really Judy's, good one. Jerry Judy has just been all right. Like he hasn't been bad, but you put him in as your wide receiver too and that team's not going to win. Would you I, say I, he's I been a disappointment today, Jerry Judy? Yeah, but based on you where know, he went in rookie drafts, yeah, because that was that was a one hundred five ish, one hundred six. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he the Quentin Johnson of that, that class. Yeah, <laughs> I I liked him a lot more than I like Quentin Johnson too. True, but true. I, I mean, they took I, Marvin Mims like pretty damn early. Him. It's a new situation. I mean, it, that's a red flag for sure. I feel like someone. I feel like someone's leaving in 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 Denver. We just yeah. don't know who it is yet. It's not Marvin yeah, Mims. Like, yeah, no, like like Sutton's probably gone for sure, but it's like, is Jerry Judy going to be second fiddle to Mims? And that is yet to be seen. But just be just with that question posed shows that it's a red flag for him. A hundred percent. Well, I, so mine's pretty easy, but I do agree with Jerry Judy. That's a really, really, really. Now he could turn into a green flag if he gets traded because, you know, Tim Patrick makes good money. You know, you know, Cortland Sutton makes good money. J- Jerry Judy's due for some good money. You know, I feel like there's a loser leaves town match, and someone not named Marvin Mims is leaving that wide receiver room soon. I think that's a really good one. Mine's Ryan Tannehill because you know I wasn't not going to bring up Will Levis. Jesus, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. For me, it's actually Travis Etienne. See, I got you. I head faked you. I, I had to get my 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 random Will Levis comment in. I do like Will Levis, by the way, but. I wanted to, you know, like, because, you know, NBA, you know, Eastern Western Conference finals going on. I had to draw the foul. I had to get Jerry in the air. Jump well, in listen, you've, you've been disappointing the longtime Dynasty Warzone listeners because you haven't talked about youth baseball in in like a month of episodes. 
That's so now, the, now the drinking game has pivoted to just Will Levis over unders. You know, you know. Fun fact is that that's uh, that, that that the travel season kicks up not next weekend but the weekend after. So oh, okay. high school so, season. So so, so, soon so you it's coming. But loyal listeners, don't blame me. I did not bring it up. It was that man. It was Jerry. That's I'm, true. I'm, so you, I'm, I'm you doing still good. can't drink yet. So 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 my guy, my guy's Travis Etienne. And I'm really going to jump into this because there was a tweet that I sent out on Saturday the 20th. And I've just been doing some research, and I was like, it, it is malpractice to have Travis Etienne ahead of Najee Harris in Dynasty. I don't give a shit that he's a better athlete. I don't give a shit that he's more offensive. I don't give a shit. Write that down. You know, someone was like, I'm going to, you know, send this to fantasy receipts. I'm like, and I sent him the uh, the Smokey. I don't have it on the soundboard, but Smokey from Friday. Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a, I don't give a care. Write it. I don't care. All those things are great. I know this. I know. I know. Travis Etienne had Trevor Lawrence last year. Is he a better quarterback than the combination of uh, Machine Gun Mitch and Kenny Pickett? Yeah, he sure is. Did Did they play ball together in Clemson? Yeah. And Najee Harris did. Did he have a hurt foot last year? Did Did he come into the season and and have a bad wheel? He certainly did, friend. And, and in spite of all of that, now, if I'd have told you two years ago, two years ago, Jerry, that one of these guys, after two years, now it's it's draft night 2021. Yep, 2021. I told you, Jerry, in two years, in 2023, you and I are going to be having a conversation, and one of these guys is going to have a career 115 catches, and one of these guys is going to have a career 35 catches. Who would you have said was going to have 115 catches? Probably not Najee. It you would have known pro, probably my hair's never growing back. You definitely would have said not Najee. Najee Harris has become Josh Jacobs. I'm going to cover Najee Harris and Travis Etienne as dynasty assets on our Wednesday show on the Dynasty Wars on YouTube channel. So I see you all watching. Head over there, subscribe. You don't want to miss it because it's going to be one of those famous Memphis rants I haven't been on in a good long while. But for me, Travis Etienne, it's like he had a 59% snap share last year. It's pretty good. Go go look at his dynasty or fantasy, whatever you want to do, game logs from last year. Go look from December 4th through week 17. Disappointment. 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 Now, he did in week 18. He scored like 21, 22. But I don't play in leagues that play in week 18 because I play in good leagues. I play in leagues like Patreon.com leagues. I play with with guys like the Podfather. I play with guys like the Dynasty Nerds. We don't play in Week 18. And Travis Etienne didn't do shit for me last year. I'm not saying that he's bad, but he's got a Jermichael Hasty problem in the receiving game. And they brought in a guy that I am not a super fan of, but they spent the 88th overall pick on Tank Bigsby. And, you know, I think Doug Peterson and Trent Balky, I think they looked around and they said, you know, we let James Robinson go, and that's probably okay, but we need a hammer. We need a hammer at the goal line. We need a guy when it's third and one on the one-yard line, and we got to punch it in. We need a hammer, and that's Tank Bigsby. I, I, I think he's got a touchdown problem with Tank Bigsby. Uh, they, they, brought in, um, they brought in another running back, too, and I, I'm drawing a blank. And – for me, it's not that 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 Travis Etienne's a sell. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I can value Najee more than, than Etienne and not hate, hate Etienne. 
I just think that I'm looking at the actions. Again, I'm going to cover the ET, the uh, the Harris side on Wednesday, but I look at the actions. They're bringing in they're bringing in people. And, I mean, and, and I don't see it getting much. Do you see it getting much better than a sixty percent snap share? No, 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 no. I mean, sixty percent snap share in. Do you see the touchdowns going up? No. Do you see the reception? They 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 brought back Evan Ingram. They brought in Kelvin Ridley. Kelvin Ridley. I mean, Kelvin Ridley has at least seven touchdowns in his first three seasons. Now, granted, he didn't play all of them last year, but in his full seasons. Boy, I'm not saying he's cheeks. I'm not saying he's bad. No, no, no. I'm, I'm simply saying that he's being overvalued because he was a great college player. What? This is what I'll say. I, I don't think Travis Etienne is being overvalued. He's 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 a good running back, and he's going to get a great opportunity. Jermichael Hasty is the bum that I don't give a damn about. Yes, he's going to eat into it a little bit. I'm not going to argue with you there. But as far as competition goes, I don't give a shit about Hasty. The problem is that Najee Harris is getting poo pooed. He is just—he is well, no save longer it, sexy. Save it. Save it. Don't don't get too don't don't go too far down the Harris. We're gonna—it's called All a right. tease in the industry, Jerry. We're gonna tease these people to come back and join us on Wednesday. Do you just, the, the, the hatred. ETN? The hatred for running back sometimes infuriates me. Uh, so when they when they no longer become not, sizzle I'm, and they're just steak. And everybody, uh, get the hell out of here. Now I got Jerry worked up. He did not know I was going to work the Travis Etienne, Najee Harris conversation in. But we will be back on Wednesday. Promise we'll be here 9 o'clock, Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. Subscribe. That way you don't forget. That way you're not like listening and you're like, oh, what? what? Oh, and then you never catch the the rant. Because I feel like Jerry's got a rant on this too. And we're going to have more veteran red flags than just Najee Harris and, and, and some others. We're going to be talking about veterans. On this show, we have a really good secret show on next Sunday. I like the title. Uh, I wrote it myself, so I actually love it, to be candid. Uh, and then Monday night, literally uh, 23 hours from right now, I will be debuting my brand new show on the Roto Underworld Player Profiler podcast channel. So it won't be on the Dynasty Warzone podcast channel. It'll be on the Roto Underworld. It's going to be about commissioning. And I'm going to have two, Jerry, you know how I love segments when I write my show sheets. Good people, bad sure. tweets come to mind. Yeah. I don't read them, but yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah. You, well, I like, to, I like to surprise you with the good people, bad tweets. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have two segments, not on the first edition, but on the ones going forward. A, I'm going to have great guests, but the surprise on the guests. But we're going to have a segment called Ask Memphis and Bad Commissioner Stories. Everybody has a league question, especially if you're a commissioner. You've got a question. You're like, hey, Memphis, how are you going to handle fab? Hey, Memphis, what do you do with a bad owner? Hey, Memphis, how do you do a dispersal? Hey, how do you do this? I'd love to answer that question for you. Here's all I need from you to do. I need you to go to, to, to go to YouTube, simply subscribe to Dynasty Warzone's YouTube channel, subscribe to the Player Profiler YouTube channel. It actually shows it on the left-hand side of the screen. Just, just send me that picture and your question in there. I will start saving them. We're going to do this all summer. Uh, I will say this one because we put it on Twitter. I have a verbal commitment from Ryan McDowell of DLF and, and, and NBC. He's going to come on and do a commissioning topic with me, as well as a lot of other fabulous commissioners, Jerry. But if you got a question or if you just want to share your bad beat commissioner story, we'd love to share those. That's that's We want to be interactive. I want to be interactive with the new Kiss the Ring podcast. Please give it a listen if you're listening on the Dynasty Warzone channel. 
go over to the Roto Underworld podcast channel. Give it a listen. Um, I want to make it interactive. I want to make it fun, Jerry, because would you agree? Because we're doing a draft right now with our buddy JD and, and Nate from the GOAT District. By the way, fellow Roto World podcast, they, they go on uh, Wednesday nights, which is why we can't do the follow-up to this on Wednesday nights, but good for them. We love them. But JD and Nate are great co-commissioners. Would you agree? 100%. Pain in my ass. Uh, do Nate wears you out. Like, if you don't respond to a trade with Nate, Nate gets in that ass, mister. I, I, he, tra- I traded with him today. He was yes, texting me all day. And I bet you he was giddy as a schoolgirl. But, dude, <laughs> Nate does a great job of making sure the money's right. I mean, we've yeah. been in leagues with Nate for six years. And, you know, Nate's going to be a guest. I've asked him as well. We're going to have a lot of tremendous guests, but we're going to go every other Monday. So we're going to start tomorrow, Monday the 22nd. I'm going to go every other Monday, now through the start of the season. Then we're going to go once a month. So if you have commissioner questions, a um, lot, lot of how-tos, guys. I want it to be interactive. Be in the chat. Be patient with me tomorrow. It's hard to produce the show, answer the questions, because sometimes I can bounce these back and forth off of off of Jerry, and we can answer some questions. But all you got to do, go to YouTube, subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel, the Player Profiler YouTube channel, screenshot it, send it to me along with your, your question or your bad beat. Jerry, is that fair? It's easy. It's easy. free. Easy and free. I knew her. It was way back in the day. It wasn't my wife, but you know, back in back, just kidding. It's a joke. Maybe it's a bad joke. I don't Luckily, know. The wife doesn't listen. Yeah, I don't think so either. But even if she did, I just, I did not. Anyway, subscribe everywhere. Leave us ratings. Leave us reviews. If you want to hear about the most owned rookies that I have, I'm getting ready to end this chat. I'm going to jump into a chat with Tyler and Doug from the Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm going to go discuss my most owned rookies. And I'll tell you about the guys I have zero shares of. Spoiler alert for just the player profiler DWZ people. Zero Quentin Johnston is a good thing. Jerry, until next time, sir. Follow that man at Jerry Sin DWZ. Follow me at DWZ Memphis. Follow us everywhere. Roto Underworld slash player profiler and the Dynasty Warzone. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you back here. I'll catch you tomorrow, and Jerry and I will be back on Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your week. Smooches from Jerry. Questions? Just kidding. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, If I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, That's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.